Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to Bedtime Bar Stories. This is Gina Noble, your story hunter-in-chief, and I'm so happy you're here joining me today. Now, a story hunter never is off-duty, and you never know when or where you're going to find your next story. But I've never expected to find a story during my afternoon swim at the pool. So, guys, I was at the pool just doing me. having an afternoon of Gina, (laughs) chilling out. And all of a sudden, I see this person fly right past me. I'm like, okay, what is going, what is that? (laughs) And I took a closer look and there's two of them and they're flying with these jetpacks around me because you know I live on the water. You know, I've, I've told you that before and it's a little, you know, boats and docks. But I mean, I've never seen anyone flying in the water that close to me. And sure enough, it was Sean and Lena was on the dock with the headphones on telling them with a headset, telling them, you know, what moves to make, when to flip. And they were doing it in sync. And I'm thinking, what is going on? I had to get off, get out of the pool. I had to and go to the dock and find out what was up. And that's how I met Lena and Sean. And they were telling me that they're these hydro flight, you know, performers and they put on shows all over the country. And I'm like, get out of here. And then Sean just comes up and just flies right on up and is hovering right over the water and looks at me and says, hi. <laughs> it was so funny. So that's how I met today's guests. But what about today's story? Well, today's tale is about love, loss, and following your dreams wherever they may lead you. It starts as so many adventures do, with a guy walking into a bar and locking eyes with a girl in the most storied of towns, Vegas, but of course. But with many twists and turns in between, it ends two and a half thousand miles away right here in Fort Lauderdale, with them putting smiles on faces of everyone from kids facing critical illnesses to tech billionaires. It's the story behind one of Fort Lauderdale's hottest attractions, the Hydro Flight Show, and its multi-talented creators, Sean and Lena. But before we dive into today's story, let's grab ourselves a drink. Because as you know, guys, by now, every story on this show is served with a suitable beverage. And this week's drink is an Aperol Spritz. Because like this week's story, it's a perfect pairing of the bitter and the sweet. It also happens to be Sean and Lena's favorite. I particularly do like the Aperol Spritz, but I change it up a little bit. I do the Aperol first in a large goblet with ice. And I like to put a slice of grapefruit in there, a nice little wedge or half a wheel, depending on how you cut your fruit. Uh, Then I add the Prosecco and I also add a dash of grapefruit juice, which gives it a nice, light, refreshing flavor. And then I add the club soda with, of course, another wedge of grapefruit, fresh grapefruit. It really is delightful. It really is just scrumptious. So that's my version. I like to add a little bit of grapefruit juice. So it's the grapefruit Aperol Spritz. That's the Gina drink. (laughs) Now let's meet Sean and Lena and hear the story of how they first met.
Okay, we're going to start. Yes, <laughs> yes. Do it. excited. Welcome back, Bedtime Bar Story listeners. I am so happy to tell you that we are here tonight with some very special guests and performers. <laughs> I will tell you about that later. But we are here with Lena and Sean, and I can't wait to hear all their little juicy stories that they have to share with us. <laughs> it's been uh, adventurous so far. Been a I wild bet day. not a dull moment, huh? No. no. Oh my God, never. In all the best ways. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So yes, guys, this is Gina Noble, your story hunter-in-chief. Love it, Gina. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We listen all the time. The stories have been fun. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we want to do some research and see it. And it's it's awesome. Just sure. how comfortable it is and just, yeah, the random acts of life that are all around. Oh, my gosh. Some of the stories I've like, so cool. Right? Like, yeah. go figure, you know? Yeah. So just, no, it's a fun. It's got to be fun for you, you know, getting to meet all these different people. Exactly. And I'm so glad I chose you guys. And by the way, I met them in my pool, guys. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> On the water in Lauderdale. So such a blast that was. Definitely. By the way, guys, we're in this place called Village Cafe. Yes. And it is in Port Lauderdale, um, off the beaten path, um, a little behind, a few blocks behind Fort Lauderdale Beach, where all the craziness is. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But it's a nice little quaint hotel. We will post photos or motel, I should say, with a lovely little bar and restaurant in it. Mm -hmm. So it's very quaint, with outdoor seating as well. Love it. So we chose this. Very nice. So Sean and Lena are having a fabulous Aperol spritz. Yes. Yes, we are. And we'll give you the recipe for that later on the cocktail drink cards on Instagram. For sure. Okay, I'm boring today. I'm just having Pinot Grigio. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. So I was going to say, so how did you guys end up in Vegas? You, I know there's a story behind that with you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many stories. Um, well, I ended up in Vegas because I was a bartender at, um, it's like a... Twin Peaks version of Hooters, basically. But like so, a, okay. a lumberjack like version. Like a lumberjack version of Hooters, basically. Okay. Um, so I was a corporate trainer for them. and well, I, What was it called? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was yeah. a corporate trainer for them. I went like down Like flannels there. instead of Hooters shirts? There's flannels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I went down to their Texas store, which is their corporate store, got trained, opened up one in uh, Charlotte. Um, and then I came out to Vegas, uh, Dallas. I was in, yeah, oh. I was in Addison, da uh, Addison, Texas, yep. North of Dallas. Mm -hmm. Okay. I and didn't then, know if you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where their corporate store is. Yep. Actually. Yep. Yep. Um, and then they opened one in Vegas, which was like the biggest one they've ever had. And they had a rock wall inside the restaurant. Wow. And I it was would, like a fun place. Yeah. You'd go oh, out yeah. and you'd hang out instead of just like eating and. Yeah, at the bar, there was like I fun was a games bartender. and stuff. It was a cool spot. You know, I was a bartender. So I get your, your bar stories. I've heard several, oh, people, it's like therapy. It, it really is. is. Totally. <laughs> and when they got drunk enough, I would always like bet them, you know, go against their ego and bet them that I couldn't make it up the rock wall before oh, they really? did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they pay you? Oh, yeah. Every time. <laughs> you, we practice. Come on, guys. Like, we practice before Listen, work. You're getting up that wall for three <laughs> yeah. exactly. dollars so I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, wow. So, and so you were out there in Vegas doing what? Because you said VIP. And then you were VIP, so you must have left Twin Peaks or something. I did. Yeah, I yep, went yep. into the... Right yeah. after... What did you do, a year in Twin Peaks? Probably? Yeah, 
yeah, while just, integrating into the day clubs. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I was uh, done with St. Thomas five okay. years in. Okay. Kind of needed something Jane. more professional. Yeah, we were right. you know living on the beach and it's the island life and you know we're not going to start random corporate job out of nowhere with you know so it kind of got just didn't feel like real life anymore. So I didn't want to go back that home. Lane. Didn't want to go back to New York. My uh, older cousin was living in Vegas at the time with his wife and uh, took a trip, packed my bags and ended up in Vegas, roomed up with him for about a year. What a change. Yeah, got wow. involved in VIP nightlife, selling like bottle service and like VIP experiences when people would go out to a club instead of standing in the middle of a dance floor with 100,000 other people. You have those sections where you get the servers and the bottle service and sure. we would sell those individual packages to people. And and how would they go? Like for our average listener, they may not know. They may not ever experience a VIP. Yeah, this. yeah, no, 100%. So what, what's the question? So what would it cost? What were the packages? What? Oh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, uh, a single individual <laughs> bottle of the lowest vodka is what, 1500 bucks? Uh, you know, for, for you to be able like to go a, in. You're a in, regular you're size in. bottle of vodka was like... 500 bucks at like 500 bucks base, you know, to sit club. down at a table. But depending on the night, who was DJing, who was playing music, what, you know, if there was a all holiday the factors, weekend, the it would go from yeah. 500 to a five, $1,500 minimum. Right. And then, or, you know, a $20,000 minimum. If you want a VIP table and, and the club at all tonight, you have to spend a minimum of 5,000. Especially so if you're you a guy. So you get to like upsell and you'd be able to like, based on like the, the event or the holiday. Yeah, oh, yeah, you made commissions off of what was sold gross. So what, is your, what was your highest paying night of commissions? Um, oh, I made 8000 bucks one night Did off you? of a very high client. <laughs> you made more than me in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was only like four of it. Yeah, this guy this guy spent over $100,000 in champagne. And, oh, my God. Yeah. There's, uh, and he went on the tables or he just was rolling like that? A lot of, a lot, a lot of the people that you meet out there, when you, when you start with a certain client, I guess it just continues to be referred to other clients that are like that, that spend the money. Obviously it's not all like that, but, um, that's kind of what started my, um, network of like higher clientele, billionaire status, which is so much help with be able to kind of run this company that we've now molded into. But Correct, yeah, yeah, I learned a lot of how to like mesh and mold with the people who we're performing for now from that lifestyle, just like kind of being around them, knowing how they operate, what they like, so what they don't like. Yeah, because Definitely, it's a it's yeah. a tight industry to not only connections, but like just how to operate in that scene, you know, instead mm -hmm. of coming out of nowhere and building this performance company and not really knowing, like, I can't wait to it's very easy to that. screw it up. So it's how cool that we got that. And then she started serving and um, I was, you know, I was catering a to them as well. So. Uh, at the nightclub and the day clubs. So, so they hired you as cocktail before they put you behind the bar. Yes. Okay. So how did you two meet? So unfortunately, there's no more potatoes there, and I'm <laughs> raving them. So amazing. I worked, yeah, a couple years later. Yeah. I so okay. Backstory. I was there for two years. You were there for what? Two years before yeah, we met. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, we met like literally. We both moved there within six months of each other. Yeah, which was crazy. Really? Yeah. Completely different times. Yeah. Uh huh. Completely different people. And you met in that club. I was you working met. at a, in one club. Who I met a gentleman. He. Um, water sports guy always out on the lakes and stuff so we would go boating all the time he knew a bunch of people from the industry as well he had a girlfriend that worked actually as at one of the bartenders venue. at her venue yeah okay. so we went in to go see her one night she was working and uh the rest is history. no we were, we, were trying, we, were we were trying to plan a trip to i was Mexico. like i'm not dating anybody that i meet at my bar no. like, I, so i figured i'd invite her on a vacation 
the worst experiences are, are dating people who you're a bartender and you have people come to your bar and you try to date them. That's that's a bad. Those are bad experiences. Exactly. I can <laughs> I can agree to that. Yes. I can, I can attest to that. So yes. I'm like, when we first met, he was all sweet and like, you want to come on vacation? What do you mean when we first met? I'm we still met. sweet. You are sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to get me to go on vacation with the whole group friend. And did you go? No. We were. She was already going with somebody <laughs> yeah, else. Girl. I was trying. I was trying to book a trip to Mexico yeah and we were like kind of going in there and like creating the plan and then when we met I was like oh you should come to Mexico with us and she's like ah no it's okay she was going she was going with somebody else already I was yeah so I was like all right all right literally at the same time you were going and then I went home to New York for about a month Mm -hmm. and uh you went to Kansas and we just kept in touch Mm -hmm. yep and then hung out when we finally both got back and wow. then that's when we just didn't part after that night. It's very weird. Wow. But. Yeah, it just felt very. Uh, it pays to be a chef. <laughs> <laughs> very immediate. Very immediate. We would love that. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because we both like knew what that industry was like and like how it's really hard to have a relationship mm-hmm. in that type of industry. Mm-hmm. Like for my job, and to meet somebody, in it. yeah, and to meet your friend's exactly. girlfriend who also works together. So now, like, now you know there's going to be a, like it's not just some random person it's somebody that's involved in my friend's life who i hang out with right. it's, we knew after that night that you were madison were somewhat friends you know yeah. so like okay. but yeah and it was irrelevant it uh Thank you. it felt very comfortable very quickly it's a very weird industry nice i knew i would marry that woman exactly and we still found each other in such a weird industry i guess but yeah i think well, well we did it are you married you're not married just yeah. just got engaged Eight years later, I have. It was a wild, yeah, wild ride. I wish it happened sooner. Engagement. Yes. She went from Vegas to California. Yeah, we did. That's where we found Flyboard in Vegas after nightlife. I got out of nightlife maybe six months after we met. Yeah. Just wasn't working. That lifestyle. I didn't like the oh, hours. It wasn't hard. fun. It, it is hard. It's yeah. rough. It's, yeah. We went out to the okay. lake with that friend of mine who I originally met her through. Say, was that the one yep. introduced you to flyboarding? I was out on the water with him one day, and then we met some other guy that had one of these devices out on the beach. She went up, approached him, asked if we could try it. I sucked at it in the beginning. She was flying within a couple I was seconds. amazing at it, but now he's way better than me. <laughs> and, uh, it was really cool. And then uh, about a week or two later, I put a post up on Facebook, and I just asked if anybody had any fun, cool new jobs outside of the industry, looking to do something new. And the kid that we tried it with ended up just recently purchasing the only flyboard rental center in Las Vegas. Really? And he's like, I don't want to run it. I want to do anything with it. If you want to manage it, we'd love to come have you move out to the lake. And we live on the water. And oh, there nice. are beautiful yeah. villages. Yeah, like it just opened up for you. Like it yes. just flowed. Yes. Six months you later, she was still doing, she was still doing the nightlife. in your favor. That's just how I feel. Yeah, she was still doing nightlife. And about six months later, she ended up quitting because just I'm working the day. She's working the night now. And it's like it's just not, not an opposite schedule. the same week. So, so every year when you become a, a cocktail waitress... Oh you my have gosh. to audition. And by audition, I mean you have to put on a bikini, you have to be very fit, you yep. have to get your nails done, your hair done. Mm-hmm. You have to wait five hours in a line for one venue just to go and apply for that venue. Thousands of girls. Thousands of girls. Waiting online. It's like in an auditorium. It's crazy. So I was in the middle of it. I was doing day clubs and nightclubs, doubles, and I just like 
I got really tired and I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? It's a crazy lifestyle. No. And that's, and I was like, I couldn't think of any other reason other than that. And so then I quit my job at the same, both my jobs in the same week, which I was like, sorry guys. (laughs) Sorry guys. I'm ready to be done, but like, bye. This so, kid's out there flying. I gotta get yeah. out there. I gotta move to the lake. Seeing him like doing these like crazy things in the water on this device, and like, I'm, like teaching people all day. She's like, "What doing? is this kid like? Is like, your career now? You're backflipping and like, being crazy on the water and just being extreme." But I was kind of about it because I was like, "Can you show me how to do it?" <laughs> okay, so that was how you started with the flyboarding, the hydro. Yeah, that was to kind of get out of our nightlife and offer like something different for us to do. Like we had right. been together so, for maybe six months now okay. and. So I didn't really like the industry anymore. The Canary Islands after that? No, this is no, a couple years later. Okay. That's le- that's leaving California. We haven't gone to Cali yet. So we, after we met in Vegas, six found months later, I, we found flyboarding. We both quit the industry. We both started working at the rental center, right. teaching people how to fly all day. Okay. And I took it a little bit more seriously. I saw competitions that were taking place. Nice. She was running like the management side of the company and like trying to help with you know, so the training that? programs and how we actually taught. And yeah, we split up from the gentleman that we originally got into the industry with. Mm-hmm. I started traveling a lot more for competitions and she had hurt herself during some training. So yeah. she was unfortunately not able to compete right when I kind of got into it. ACL okay. surgery. Oh, she had yeah, ACL reconstructive that. surgery from about, uh, trying to learn some, some different tricks and stuff out of yeah. like me. But uh, once that took place, um, the traveling, the sponsors paying us to travel the world. Thankfully, and I got to do a couple competitions. Like, yep. not, Australia. not the one in Bermuda, but the one in Australia I got to do. Um, the one in Cavalier. Yep, France World Cup you competed in. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's okay. been a couple of crazy, crazy trips from the competition side of it. Yeah, that's, which that's where we met took people it who we crossed the Atlantic with. So through Flyboard, we met several friends who are like all, all over from different parts of the world. Then they all flyboard. France, so we got, Maldives, we got introduced like to an international Columbia. team where we were part of a team with like 10 other flyers, really good flyers, the best in the industry. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Not everybody knows what the flyboarding is. Oh, ah! so, uh, yeah, yeah. Wanna, just before we continue on with the story, yeah. let our listeners know <laughs> what is what this flyboard? Fly <laughs> Go for okay. it. Introduce what, me? it. Yeah. Okay. So the flyboard is a device that you hook to a hose that gets hooked to the back of a jet ski. And you take off the steering from the jet ski and there's like a little adaption that happens. And the water that pumps through the jet ski goes through the hose and propels you up into the air via water. Like it's water so a water, like, like those water jetpacks. Jet it's a water jetpack. Yeah, yep, it's a water jetpack. Yes. Exactly. You see it in all the, com- you see it in some commercials, you see them on all the beaches and all the yes. places you go on vacation. Yeah, like, how are they doing that? It is the coolest. They've been doing all these tricks back then. It was invented in 2011. Yes. Very new. Mm -hmm. Very new. Uh, Frenchman, professional jet ski guy. And uh, he hooked a hose to the back of a jet ski once. The first board was made out of wood. And he tried (laughs) flying on it. Now he's a crazy inventor. He invented turbine jet skis and flying flying scooters and and different devices. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, very smart guy. But does that thing that goes across the water? It just jets across like a surfboard. Oh, like the foils, yeah, Yeah. like a uh, jet or jet, oh no, the foils, you don't even see like the ripple, 
Right. Yeah, it's like a fin that was created. It, that's actually some like 80-year-old guy. He's a professional surfer his whole life. He invented a little fin that goes underwater, and if you use a wave or you use wind or a kite, that it just lets you breeze through water without even like really touching it. It's just a tiny little wing that's underwater, and it, it kind of keeps you balanced with the pressure. But it's not propelled by anything? Some no. of them are, some of them aren't, but no, a lot yeah, of the ones of that you can motor, just, if you use like a kite or uh, no, surf them on with. It looks like they're surfing, and it's just above the water, mm -hmm. and it's just... Same concept of, of that board. It just has a little motorized <laughs> engine on the fin. Okay, yeah, and that's, that's what why. I Yeah, saw. a little bit easier. Okay, all right. So now, people, we now know... It's What's called the hydro flight. Hydro flight. Water jetpacks. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna, that's how Marcia is gonna post them. <laughs> and you're gonna see how utterly amazing they are, these performers, and the shows they put on together, <laughs> and him spinning her in the air, you know, 20 feet above or higher water. <laughs> it's like figure 50, skating moves yeah. with like dancing of the stars on jetpacks. So that was the sweet of young love, but sadly, the bitter was just around the corner, as together, they'd have to face terrible loss and make big decisions about their future. So, well, <laughs> my, my mother, um, she had liver and kidney failure for a long time when I was young, and her liver uh, was surprisingly, it's going to sound wild, but regenerating. She was being actually studied um, at the KU Med Center um, because of her liver like regenerating. But um, her kidneys started going bad not too long ago, like after that, after she somewhat gained control of being able to like take care of her body and like everything was fine with her liver, her kidneys started to go. Oh, so did she have to do dialysis? She did. Oh, she did. Why girlfriend had to do that? So... They finally gave her a kidney replacement seven years later, fast forward to the pandemic. Mm. So the pandemic comes around. We just moved to California. We were in solar. Um, everything was fine. Family and trip comes up to Mexico. Family trip comes up. Uh, My brothers, you know, we His went. His family trip, yes. Yeah. Got invited to go to Mexico, plan a trip. So we went. And within two days of being there. Right. She got a phone call. Her mom's in the hospital. Oh. Right. Her pacemaker went off. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, her so they wanted to get her checked out. She was having trouble breathing, mm -hmm. so she just went in to get checked out. Yes, so she went in to get checked out. Um, everything was seemed to be fine. Um, they, you know, did all their tests, whatever they wanted to do. Thank you, Miguel. You want to do another same thing? Yeah. I'll do another another round. Same. Sure. Same. Same. Thank you. So. She went in because her pacemaker went off. Um, she was getting all these tests done and everything was fine. They, they checked it all out. Everything was good to go. She got sent home, mm -hmm. went to go visit my sister in Missouri, my younger sister, and then wasn't feeling good on the last night that she was with my sister, came back to Kansas. And then within like a day, she, her heart started to fail. Oh my goodness. Then they took her into the hospital. Oh, yeah. um, she went delirious because they were giving her some type of medication. Morphine um, or whatever it probably was. Yeah, they gave her some kind of medication that was like offsetting her medication for her kidney. So her kidney was shutting down. My whole family was calling up, trying to talk to a doctor to make them understand what they're giving her is affecting her kidney. And um, finally we got a hold of the doctor. The doctor was like, hey, I, I've been taking her off this. Um, she supposedly, I guess, got COVID oh, in no. the hospital. 
And she already had problems. Right. Oh no. So now she's having COVID as well on top of her problems, which is making everything worse. Of yeah, because now people can't visit her. Now, now we can't visit her. Now they're like taking super crazy caution because- I'm in Mexico. This is like, not not long after COVID started. What, COVID's like eight months, a year? Less we than a, than a year no. old. Before no. the back. Before, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, way before, yeah. Mm -hmm. Way before, yeah. So they really didn't know what was going on. Right, right. It was like No, so she was being treated like insanely She's crazy. She was being treated because... wrong, basically. And and it was just, it was wild. So anyway, heart failed, couldn't resuscitate her, couldn't do some oh type of surgery God, in so time. Sorry. Like, it, it, I, it was it was wild. And I'm in Mexico, like, trying to see what I need to be doing Yeah, right we're now. there for like seven days. This happened I go straight three. to Kansas from Mexico and all my summer gear. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> yeah. like, scuba boxes Scuba in boxes in Kansas. Yeah, that's true. TSA is like, what are you guys doing? And you know, one-way trip to Kansas with scuba gear. And oh then... <laughs> right? I'm sure, they, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm sure they were like, what? <laughs> a year and a half it was later. Questionable. That was in March of 2021. A year and a half later, June 2022, um, I had just gone to see my younger sister in Missouri. She was having a really hard time with my mother's death for the whole year. Oh, Lord. Um, sure. Oh, she Lord. was... Her just, and her younger sister were very close. Yeah. Okay. And um, and I just wanted to go see her. wanted to help her get through her mental, maybe try to help her out. You right. know? So I went to Missouri. And then a month after I went to Missouri, she calls me. Um, we were in Greece. So with the same people we crossed the Atlantic Ocean with, they invited us previously before that to that come to Greece. Kind of get a, oh, get a feeling for the boat. Yeah. They were traveling and sailing through the islands. Oh, how lovely. They said, hey, guys, we're, we're looking to do a bunch of sailing this year, and we're in Greece. If you guys ever want to come to Greece, like, we're here. Now's the time. Right. We're going to go hop around to a couple different islands and just sail through Greece. So we're like, yeah. a plane ticket to Greece, <laughs> and, right. and we're yeah. done. Yeah, you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> so we were on it, and... It was crazy. We left. Uh, we flew into Mykonos. Okay. We got onto the boat in Mykonos. My girlfriend was just there last week. We did from Greece. We did two islands, and we got to the island of Kythos. Yeah. And it was a really bad storm that came in. Ooh. Yeah, windstorm. We can. And that. we were supposed to go to like another couple islands over the next week, and we were told like you know we're not going to be able to leave for at least seven days. Like no ferry. Like really bad winds. Very bad waves. Like. We found this little cove with a restaurant there. It's a bad place to have to get stuck at. Right. <laughs> Although there was only one until restaurant. You get, <laughs> until you get halfway into this trip call. and you get the phone yes. call that yes. she had received. So and you're landlocked on an island you can't go. At 7 in the morning maybe? Our time in the morning. So their time is late at night in, mm -hmm. in Missouri where she was living from her um, boyfriend at the time. And... He was crying, uh, not really making sense, telling me that he tried to help her. Just it was, and I was like, "What happened?" And I guess my sister had had a heart attack. Oh my god! At twenty-five, <gasps> she had a broken heart. She, I, cardiac I arrest think at a dinner table. That's a real thing. She did have a weird rash like three weeks before, and like right after she, she got the was, vaccine, and then she, she started the getting a weird rash. Oh really? So and like she thought it was. I don't know. Involved the hospital and everybody saying it's completely irrelevant. It's stress, like it's stress related. It's stress. Three weeks before this happened, she got it again. Um, and then her heart just gave out one night at dinner. Oh and I'm God. like, what? And we're landlocked because of a, a massive wind and rainstorm in, in Greece. And she's like in a catamaran cabin 
and gets oh, this phone call at 3 a.m. I'm like, okay. Um, oh, my goodness, Lena. It was very, uh, I don't even know how to even fathom how something like that happens. In, like, but then they weird, get the information where you are, you know. The it's, weird contrast is being in such a beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful place that you're full of gratitude for just even getting to experience it. Sure. And then getting the news of the something news. just you can't even understand or fathom why that would even happen to somebody who's younger than you. And then being in the position where now you can't even do anything and about it. And I couldn't go anywhere. And oh I had like, three days to get back to the island. Like We were just like, what is going on? Get on a plane, scuba boxes again straight to Kansas and the whole time my two older sisters had come down from Kentucky to help maneuver because they kept her body they brought her they resuscitated her but she was on life support so they were on life support calling me for everything because my dad couldn't even handle he was like can you just please take care of it Lena she was like I am I'm 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 lost I'm losing it like I felt so bad for my dad he lost his wife and his daughter his baby I was like this is so they were calling me the whole time. Thank God for this. She's angel. on life support in the hospital. Yeah, this angel like helped. Waiting for results. <laughs> waiting for her to come out of a coma. He helped. And we're just on the boat. You know, we we literally couldn't so leave unless we had a medical eva- evacuation from the boat. We're on an island in the middle of these Greek islands. Like we're far from a mainland, far from airport, our, an airport. airport. There's no ferries that are running because of the weather. They were all closed down. So stranded there. Yeah, and we couldn't, there was no way to leave unless calling the U.S. Coast Guard for like a, a medical evacuation. Did you? No. I mean, once we looked into it and the pricing, I mean, it, it was $50,000 to send a, a helicopter for, for a non-life-threatening okay. situation of us. We, you know, we just needed to get from there. We, we just needed uh, an evacuation from the boat or from the island. Right. But and they're like, listen, no, emergency. you're not dying. Like, so we're not just going to. You're going to pay 50 grand. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. It yeah, starts, no starts. For, to even explore this conversation. Probably with not including fuel or anything, probably. Who, who knows? Plus the, plus the, and, you know, she wasn't, she's on life support. They're waiting for her to come so, back. We're making logical decisions on, you know. They were trying to do How tests. many days can it be until really we actually realize. get into Kansas if we don't take this option? Can we pay a local fisherman to try to get us from this island oh to this goodness. island? Right. The things that must have been going through your head. While she can't even yeah. function, yeah. It's, oh, my God. The, the, Survival mode, you must have went in. They, they, oh. Trying to make any decisions or having them call and be like, what do you want us to do? And I'm like, I, I, at this time, at this time, though, they're um, trying to do tests to see if she has any brain activity. So, like, they were just doing tests. So, the heart attack just, yeah, stopped the blood flow to the And her father's not there, and he wasn't in state of mind to be able to answer these conversations. He wasn't there. No, he wasn't. He didn't live in Missouri. So, the the hospital and the doctor and her two older sisters, who flew in from Kentucky, were at the hospital. They're not really able to make any decisions because she's on the the paper, you know, next of kin and all that. So, so they're having to transfer phone calls from doctors to them and she's trying to pro- like it was I'm like can we just wait till I get there and yet it's five days you can't keep somebody you know what I mean like a life support and well you, obviously you can too. but like there's decisions that need to be made within certain there's times no in order there's to no brain make sure that there's no there's no brain, brain activity yeah, yeah. there wasn't any there wasn't and I was like I need you to tell but they were operating so slowly any. you know it would take a day to do a test and then they do the test the following down that and you know, we're just waiting for updates and waiting for phone calls and trying to figure out how we're gonna. But he helped me pay a fisherman to do this, and it was. He, he scheduled flights and everything after the fact. Yeah, he did. You don't realize how good they have it when you hear stories, horrific stories, yeah. like 
this. Yeah. Like, can't get to a loved one even if you wanted to. Oh, because yeah. she's sick. Yeah. It makes you so sick. It makes you like, it just makes you so sick to know, like, and, and in my brain, I'm like, I can't even, like, hold her hand. I can't even be there. I was going to say, you can't even say your you goodbyes yeah. or, or anything. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Miguel. So. Wow. That definitely pushed uh, our, I guess, mindset on. Changing. Changing our life. Your life. Yeah. And Which means you took the hydro flight even more seriously. Yeah, it was part-time for a long time. At that time, they asked us if we wanted to take a trip across the Atlantic Ocean. On that trip. Like, yeah, guys, this is insane, which yeah. is, we did really good being first-timers on a sailboat like that. We were navigating from a couple islands to islands. They were seeing how useful we could be. They were already planning this trip to across the Atlantic in a few months. <clears throat> so once Lena got home and we went home and we dealt with everything, um, they reached out maybe a month later, like, hey, guys, we're really going to do this trip. Like, if you want to do this with us, we'd need an answer. And she's still she's still mourning from they the death, it and she's still helping with the process. And like, maybe you should go out in the it got into, the like, the idea where she like, was just like, fuck it. The world is yeah. too short. Let's go on a uh, life-threatening vacation and adventure, and let's see what takes place. And, and that was at, during that trip. After that trip, we made the decision to stop doing solar. We're not happy anymore. Let's move to Florida, and we'll take this. Well, that was like They'll take flyboard <laughs> on full time. Like 100%. Like, what the you know, yeah, how do we I do this? I make decisions now about me, about right. what's going to make me happy because yeah, it, life's too short. She was in yes. control of nothing. You don't think of those people, especially her younger sister, who had no no health, no nothing, and like that. She's yeah, gone. It where it's like, like she was sick, why right? am I sitting here doing a job or in a place or a state and where tomorrow's I'm, not promised to any of us? So it made a lot of decisions, kind of like. Wow. I was so. Start to be made very easy. I was so. I was. Know? I was so aggressive. I was like. Let's just go. Let's just go somewhere and leave and just. They're making like irrational life. decisions. Yeah, like, I, he had I want to take all down. my money out of savings and I want to spend it on that. I'm like, like wait a second. Let's, like, let's just start with crossing the Atlantic. Let's just cross the Atlantic, see how we feel. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that. Of course, yeah. I know people lose people all the time and it's 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 still not easy. No, you know, you, not you at just. All. It's like learning to live a different way or feel a different way and live like that. Like it's, you have to come to terms with, obviously you're not ever going to get time back, but I think being, I'm, I'm more of like a spiritual person. Like yes. I believe in energy and, and, yes. and I can feel them. And I feel like they helped me make this decision to oh, they're there. come across Absolutely. the country. Absolutely. They yeah. wanted you to. Oh, yeah. I think and so, And they too. probably went with you. <laughs> I, do feel, <laughs> I do feel that. They probably I do were there. There was a couple of dolphin episodes where they were just acting a little yeah. too <laughs> like, hey, this one's for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about on the yeah. boat when we yeah, saw the dolphins? Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. And like, it'd be exactly. the sunset. I and things like that. I yeah. truly percent. do. Yes, I you do, know? too. But I never used to. The more that's happened to her, it makes her now even more into it, which is helping me because... I see, like, she'll ask for something or she'll, like, hope for something and say something and then, and then it happens. Or she'll dream something and then it happens. So it's because she's confirming it. The power of manifestation is uh, pretty wild to I'm watch. Totally the, more, the more you think it, the more it happens. And now that I'm thinking it more and we, and we, we kind of screw around with it. Right. Yeah. And she'll be like, ask the universe for something and then it'll take place or it'll happen. And it's like, 
You speak it into existence. Cheers yeah. to that. Cheers guys. to that. Okay, so I want to move on years ahead. Mm -hmm. I want to know about your performances, your shows, where awesome. you traveled, what's your latest one? Who was the most famous person that you, I think we touched on that, that we you did. performed for? Like, didn't you say you performed for yes. yeah, Bill uh, Gates? Bill did. Gates and Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yes. And Jeff At the Bezos. same time, yeah. At yeah. the same time. No, yep. it was like the same week, I think. No, same same interaction. Remember, it was the night show oh, that we got called out for. Very true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So tell them about the shows. I mean, the shows are magnificent. There's two of you, four of you. you... It depends on what the client would like. So we yeah, can, it's different every time. We can scale a show one to two flyers, but what we do is we put on a performance in the water. Um, music, lights, uh, depending on if it's day or nighttime, um, and we put on this. Basically, it's like an acrobatic water show. It's fabulous. And it's sometimes amazing. it's one, sometimes it's four flyers. It just depends on what they're looking for and their budget and the event. Um, but we really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Stick, stick to like the luxury crowds, yes. you know, with pouring yes. champagne to the people on the boats. Oh, and the I yachts see. Yeah, you're up in the air on the water. Yeah, and the boat shows. And the railings. And you're just pouring champagne in yeah. the air. Yeah. <laughs> people freak out when they've never seen There are still people that never have seen it. And so that's the best part is when they're like, what is this? <laughs> How are you oh fun? Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's huh? amazing. What was it's your favorite show? Our favorite? And where was it? I like the uh, the Make a Wish Foundation one. Oh, that's uh, nice. You do for charities. Yeah, that's something the, to know people. Um, yes, they're available for hire for charity events. Yes, definitely. Yeah, we were in that Vegas, and uh, there was a little kid, a part of the program, and he wanted a superhero birthday party themed um, day on the water. So right. the the lake and the organization. I was the events coordinator as well as running the flyboard show. Okay. So we were doing the water sports stuff as well as helping with the events on land, wine walks and beer shows. Oh, wow. and so you were involved in the entire trying, yeah, and then event. just trying to sneak in Definitely. the flyboard shows all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. But uh, yeah, no, we were in like uh, you were Captain in the America, in impossible. the impossible superhero costume. Okay. It's uh, like a kid's superhero. Pixar oh. kids movie. Yeah, uh, Pixar. The, no, The Incredibles. I'm sorry. Incredibles. Yeah, Incredibles. Not impossible. Yeah, big muscle, red yeah. jumpsuit. Obviously, and we don't have kids yet. <laughs> we were flying around, and then I got off on the boat, and I was able to like come in and hang out with them during the birthday party, and it was just the, the energy from it. It was wow. just super unique. Yes. Performing and all that, it's super fun, but like that was the most, uh, I'd say, like, yeah, favorite. Fulfilling. Yeah, fulfilling. The, more the, of that. The fulfilling. Yeah. It's 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 when the kids like there were a couple of times where kids are on bridges in some of the places in California that we were uh, flying and they would come up and be like, oh my god, oh my god, they're just like so kids. excited. <laughs> yeah, and, like, she'll that, just fly by and give them high fives and stuff, and oh they're just god, like they, they watch her fly away, and it's just it's incredible like, I to see. Do that. Or like we did a Barbie and Ken theme. I was going to uh, ask you about last night. Like, yes. Yeah. What was that about? Our Barbie. It was a Barbie and Ken theme. Is what we did. Go and ahead. Who, and who'd you do this for? Private estate. Yeah, private estate in Miami. It's in uh, an area called Coral Coral Gables. Love the Gables. Oh yeah. Beautiful, beautiful Gorgeous. area. Oh, old school. Oh my god. A friend of ours uh, did beautiful. some work with them a year before, and asked us if we wanted to be involved and introduced us to the client, sold some services. Um, where we did a, it was for a little little baby, uh, little girl's birthday party. So we offered like an idea. We had just got the Barbie and Ken costumes. It's super viral and trending. So we're trying to do something around it. And we offered if they want a Barbie and Ken costume 
flyboard show and they fell in love with it. And oh my god. Had us out and then and we flew like around with the girls 10, all day. Flying. You know, they're ten years old, so like So where were you doing the show at? At a lake on the intercoast? On the intercoast. It was like, yeah, like you know, right, right, right on the backyard of their home. Yeah. Yeah. Right in one of the end of one of those little finger legs. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was gorgeous. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, they're stunning. Oh nice. Yeah, really fun. We both got up. We we did it together, the tandem on one board, which is where he takes me up and I am not strapped in. Like a, like a ballroom dancing style. Yeah. 60 feet in the air, yeah. we spin around and we do kind of crazy tricks. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Just don't look down. Yeah. <laughs> and don't let go. Yeah, right. And then he dropped me off to my ski and then I booted up and then I went up as Barbie and then we flew around as Barbie and Ken. And we come down and then, you know... The girls run up and and they look at you and they're like, "You are just so amazing!" Like so, ten years old, you know. And I'm like, so I hope awesome. I can inspire you to do, you know, so whatever big. you feel like you want to do. In life, you want to be a Barbie, go and fly and be a Barbie. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I just that's a really good feeling about what we do. We really appreciate things like that. Yeah. I think the most. Uh, we we really appreciate you having us on here. Yeah, and no, we, it's we enjoy been fun. it. Um, if if anybody's interested in in you know what we do, how we do it. Um, they can follow us on Instagram at the Hydra Flight Show. And plus, and you're, you're a, an incredible flyer. And if anybody wants to see oh, your incredible flyer, I don't, I don't like to edit it. So if I just do the flying and I give her the, the video, he's we're good. in the entire world, the entire world at the yeah. World Cup. Like you're, you're he's incredible. amazing. He is. He's just incredible. It's a lot of fun. He's the underscore air underscore ninja on Instagram. The air ninja, and that he is. clever name. Yes, I do love I think, it. Think it you is. Came you up are. <laughs> And Lena, and Lena, stay fly. <laughs> I saw that. I love that. Uh, we definitely need to believe in the sponsor. products that we're behind. Like I'm, I'm big on that. He, yeah. I don't think he would care, but like I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm big on it. I, I want to believe in the products that I would be sponsoring, or like I want to use the products. I want to know that they're good. And it needs to tie into what you're doing. Yeah, like I mean, my auntie Alexa. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Is yes. that amazing? That is very so cool. Odd. No, it's very That's, true. Are you kidding? Instead of it just being a random so, energy drink, it's like, it's so, it makes so much more sense. It's with, when we go out and, and decide to network sometimes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we yeah, need to be up at six o'clock in the morning and we need to be on the ball. I'm excited to try it. We need to be on the ball. Let's, so, let's okay. do a cocktail. Yeah, definitely. They are going to love this. Thank Hungover you or not, I'm drinking Elixir. Listeners, we are so grateful to have Lena and Sean here. I hope you like their um, interview. I'm sure you'll find it quite fascinating. And um, we will definitely make sure you know how to reach out to them and see all their wonderful videos. Follow those dreams. Even though they seem weird out there, I cried three times crossing the country to come to Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Um, but to go for it. It's, mean, it's scary, it's, it's but not, it's go not for it. easy. It's very hard. It makes you want to cry every other day, but then again, it makes you want to celebrate every other day. It's almost metaphoric. You crossed the Atlantic to get to the other side, and it was so painful that crossing. But look what happened after you got to the other side. Like your very whole true. life is different. Very like true. New it was literally to the point where during the crossing, we were like, "Why in the world did we do this?" Like oh, yeah, regretting every crossing. drop of it, you know. Ooh, and then when you get yeah. done with the trip, we were and you're so thankful for it, you see everything that you you like mentally went through, and you're like, I would do that again a hundred times over. See? Right. Immediately the day you touch that sand, of when you get there, it's like, it's the accomplishment. It's exactly. the it's the, it's the energy the the feeling that the we got. Feeling. We were like, wow, the I can't believe I, I was so like we were allowing it to be so bad when it was being bad. 
yeah. that it just continued to make it so much worse. And then one of us would be like, guys, what are we doing to the whole group? And it's like, who gets you, to you have one, yeah, who gets to yeah. change the energy That's in the, the room we today? Feel about and our, our you company. make the whole boat happy again. And then, <laughs> all right, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> it was cool to and be able to play memory. with energy. And a memory you'll have forever. Exactly. It was fun. Well, I am so glad you joined us today, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Well, what a story. And you know, they're so right. It's never easy to follow your dreams, but whatever ocean you're crossing, whatever dream you're pursuing right now, keep going. Just keep going. And you never know what your future holds. As Sean said, one day your feet will be on the sand. And if you ever do get the chance to see Lena and Sean perform, make sure you do. They really are incredible performers. I mean, absolutely incredible. You can follow them on Instagram at The Hydro Flight Show. That's at The Hydro Flight Show. And individually at the underscore air underscore ninja. How cute is that? The air ninja gotta love it <laughs> so and the other one is for lena at lena l-e-n-a stay fly is her handle gotta love that one too lena stay fly amazing video footage amazing performers you should go and see them we'll tag them on the show instagram too well that's it for another week folks you don't have to go home but you know you can't stay here. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll be back soon with stories from a legendary Fort Lauderdale venue and the power couple behind it. I see a lot of stuff on social media right now about Florida in the 80s, the music, the clothes, the cars, the decor. Well, this is the real deal, honey. They weren't just there, they were the center of it all. And I can't wait for you to see them. So ciao for now, my darlings. And remember, follow on Instagram at Bedtime Bar Stories. Keep up with the latest cocktails and the stories to come. Ciao.